This is Dave Fleming at the Ingenuity Lab. Welcome to another episode of Life Work, a podcast that explores ideas and insights at the intersection of who you are and what you do. Your life work. Well, one of my favorite Zen stories, you know Zen stories, right? From the Buddhist tradition. They're kind of like short parables often that tell some sort of moral story or are meant to bring you to a point of like aha or insight or, you know, enlightenment. Like, oh yeah, mm-hmm, I can relate to that. So here's one of my favorite little quippy Zen stories. So a young man came to a Zen master and said, Master, if I work hard, how long will it take me to achieve enlightenment? And the master sized him up, looked up and down and said, 10 years. And the young man looked back at the master and said, No, no, no. I don't think you understand. If I really work hard, how long will it take? The master looked at him and said, 20 years. And he said, what? Wait, you don't get it. I mean, if I triple, if I, if I 10x my effort, if I 100x my effort, can't I at least cut that in half? I mean, how long are we talking about? 30 years. That's a great one. What I love about that story is that it focuses on not rushing important life processes. Not rushing important life processes. And we are in a real hurry in the 21st century. We have been uh, susceptible to hurry sickness for a long time. Rushing, forcing pushing, wanting something to happen prematurely. You know, we even have phrases for this, like, well, you know, I I don't think it's time to take that out of the oven yet, you know, or that's just half-baked. I don't know why these are cooking analogies, but there are others. Some things just take time. My wife, who uh, spent 20 years as a speech-language pathologist and then Uh, now as a a child development specialist and works with families and does research in the area of parent-child relationships, especially early parent-child relationships, has this great way of talking about this when you're working with kids. I wish I would have done this more when my kids were little. She calls it slowing down to speed up. Slowing down to speed up. Thank you, Jennifer Black. That has really helped me since the first day that she said it to me. And it really is related to this story. You know, if the guy would have just kind of kept his lips zipped, 10 years, you know, I mean, that's a long time. But by the end, it had tripled because he was in a hurry, because he thought that he could somehow compress the work of enlightenment 
into a smaller amount of time. So here's a question I've been asking myself because I am often wanting to compress time and compress process and not slowing down to speed up. So here's a question I ask myself. Here's one I'll ask you. What process or life work are you focused on right now that you are trying to rush or force? And every time you rush or force, it slows you down. So what can we learn from the proverb, from this story, this Zen story? What can we learn about slowing important processes down so that we can actually speed up? And this is the thing that I really want you to first see, that often slowing down does speed things up. If, if the young apprentice would have simply had a more thoughtful, reflective, slowing into it process for enlightenment, the story really, you know, suggests it would have only taken 10 years. But because he wanted to speed up, what the master knew is that he was going to take unnecessary and certainly unhelpful shortcuts. And that's the first thing I want you to think about. To really slow down, to speed up, is to evaluate whether or not you should use a shortcut in any given process that you're working on. We love shortcuts. We love them. I mean, have you ever heard anyone say, hey, you know, I found the long way to work. It's so great. It took me seven extra minutes. Do you know how wonderful it was to have those seven extra minutes? I mean, I had to leave 10 minutes earlier. No. We say, hey, you know, I know the shortest way there. Now, I get for expediency. Sometimes that's just fine. But sometimes shortcuts are not merely um, helping to expedite time. But the wrong shortcut at the wrong moment slows down the process, but not in a good way. It causes us to be haphazard in our approach, in our action, which leads to things like having to undo things or redo things or rework things, or we realize that we didn't bring the right people in at the right moments, and now we also have frustrated people who are asking, why did you leave me out of this loop? Is there a shortcut that you're using right now to expedite a process that's actually getting in your way? hurrying to an outcome rather than focusing on the process itself. And this is, of course, wisdom that we all know, but wisdom that we have to be reminded of again and again. And it's, it comes out powerfully in the Zen tradition. 
Don't focus on the outcome. This is very hard for us in the Western world. And I'm not even suggesting that outcomes are bad. I spend a lot of time with my clients helping them think about outcomes. Yes, outcomes are a good thing. But if I am so focused on getting to the destination, so focused on getting to the outcome, I am going to miss the real work that leads to that better outcome or that shifts that outcome along the way. So my focus needs to be in the present moment on what I'm doing and not, not you know, unnecessarily being lazy or so slow that I don't get anything done. Of course not. I want to work I want to work hard. I want to work smart. I want to have a particular pace to my work. And sometimes that can be a quicker pace. And sometimes that needs to be a slower pace. All that is fine. The problem is when we start to sense internally that we are rushing or forcing a shortcut that is going to end up keeping us so driven by a goal that we miss the actual work and therefore make it so much less likely that we'll reach the goal. Can you relate to that? Hurrying through to an outcome that you want makes it less likely you're going to get there that it will be the robust outcome that you need and that you will have sufficiently learned and developed along the way. Wow. Slowing down to speed up. If a Zen master or any wise person were in front of you right now, and you were asking them what you could do to bring the time down, to hurry the process, to rush to an outcome. Can you imagine them saying, oh, you just doubled the time. You just tripled the time. Oh, 40 years. (laughs) Slowing down, speeding up. Slowing down, to speed up. What is it that this week you need to slow down and honor the process? And in doing so, you are going to find not only that the outcome is better, that's like a fringe benefit. What you're going to find is the process and you in the midst of the process, mm, so much better, more excellence, more care, more compassion, more smart action. This week, slow down to speed up and you just might see 30 years go to 20 or 10 or 5. This is Dave Fleming at the Ingenuity Lab. Thanks for joining me for another episode of Life Work. <laughs>